Putin Bratwurst. Hello and welcome to Putin Bratwurst, your long distance podcast. My name is Simon and I'm speaking to you from Hamburg in Germany where it's fucking cold and rainy and windy and shitty. And I expect it's not much better, speaking of the weather, um, where my friend lives, Philippe, in Quebec. How is it? How are you? How are things? I'm doing good. Uh, how are you doing? Well, um, I, I'm, I'm healthy, so I guess yeah. that's that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, well, weather-wise, uh, here it's 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 November. It's I mean, I don't know how it is in Germany, but November is considered as one of the worst months here because uh, the days yeah. are short. The weather is there's it's 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 like um, you know how I imagine the UK from what I read online and stuff. Mm. Like it's always uh, cloudy. Um, it's gray and it's like snowing one day, then the other one it's melting. So it's always very humid. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's 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 a horrible weather, honestly, and uh, and <laughs> um, it's 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 hard for everyone. And it's like it's known to be like a psychologically different oh, yeah. month yeah. for individuals. So um, it's tough, honestly. It's tough, uh, but uh, I really I, I November is my least favorite month in the year for sure. Yeah. I have to say it's usually crap, and in here I would say late like April is also also not a great month in Quebec because the snow starts to melt. Mm, yeah, it is really dirty under it, so the streets are like super dirty because of it. Because there's a lot of, I don't know, ah. like, like the sand. I know, they use I know the yeah. road and the cigarette butts and and the, the dog poops and like every <laughs> everything gets like. Like it's like treasures coming out of Atlantis, you know, it's just Ugh. coming out slowly and, yeah. and then it's super dirty. So also that's also depressing, but summer is coming. So that's exciting. Yeah. Well, now <laughs> winter is approaching, which is not exciting. Ugh. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least, at least Christmas is coming around, but we will, we will talk about Christmas later today. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing I, I heard in the news uh, that I would like to talk about with you, yeah. or I'd like to mention it. Have you mm. heard of uh, Phil Collins' wife? No, I know Phil Collins very well because he's the drummer of my uh, my favorite band of all time, Genesis. But uh, that, that's all I know about him. So he has a wife who is, um, she, you know, she. So so what happens is she she was dating like a stripper and some. I think it was a boxer, and they were both like pretty young, and she had them like as toy boys. And it came out, and like like the stripper guy was talking about it and stuff. And now she she's not answering the calls anymore. And uh, like uh, when I do my lunch, I'm as you know I'm in home office. I I watch like shitty mid mid midday uh, news cycles. You know where they only talk about like gossip and shit like that. Mm. But it's a good thing when you're with lunch, uh, having lunch because you can just complain about everything and make fun of it. And they talked to the stripper guy and he feels like guilty because he lo he loved her and stuff like that. And um, despite the whole thing being pretty embarrassing for Phil Collins, who they never talked about in the whole thing, it was like, yeah, Phil Collins, why she bangs this guy and then that guy, but who does she really love? And no one asked um, how Phil Collins was doing in all of this. Um, I felt like this doesn't happen too often. You, if you, uh, to hear these type of stories from women in power, who who go around having like toy boys and banging younger and using younger um, male um younger males to you know for just for for pleasure mm -hmm. this is usually some weinstein thing that you see happening from powerful men with women mm -hmm. and yeah i just wanted to hear what what you think about it do you think the fact that she that this is happening with her do you think it's a good thing because it moves the whole gender one-sidedness a little bit more to back to the middle or do you think um it's the same level of disgusting maybe you think it's more disgusting than when men use women what do you think i just think it's 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 probably similarly frequent it's just more taboo it's just i think it's i think it's it's something that is more hidden but i'm sure it's something that is very frequent the same amount I don't know if it's the same amount, but I think it's much more frequent than than uh, than than you think. Maybe it's just that it's more taboo. It's more of a secret thing, because um, again, the thing is like for men, it's it's seen. I think it's in some cultures, it's still seen as something of a power thing. Yeah, and something of a of a prestigious and just like like how cool I am. I get younger gals, whatever. 
while for women, I think there's still a social social stigma um, to the fact that you are dating um, younger men. And I'll tell you a story if you want uh, some sure. some travel story about this. Um, so when I was in Taiwan, I spent uh, ten days in Taiwan when I was uh, mm-hmm. just after I left Korea. Yeah, and um, I was in, in I was by a lake. Just I was just doing some tourism, and while I was biking. I know this story really matters. Whatever you'll see, you'll tell me afterward. <laughs> I was I was biking and like there was a couple on a tandem bike that were like biking at the same time as me. And we're like we keep we kept like stopping at different places and like seeing each other. So it became like kind of a joke to like say mm-hmm. hi to each other. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the trip, we arrived kind of the same time. And there was this woman and this man. It was a couple, obviously. Um, and the, the woman was she was definitely older. And and I, I don't want to I don't want to sound like. So like uh like uh, I don't know how to say this anymore. I, I I just woke up, but like physical or something. But she uh, superficial. That's the word I'm looking for. She would, but she was not like great looking. I'd say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was like okay. uh, under, uh, but whatever. She was like underworld. <laughs> but her, her her partner was really good looking. It's tall. It was muscular. It was really nice looking. Very handsome man, right? So we talk, whatever, and they're like, oh, do you want to have like tea with us? And I was like, oh, oh, obviously I would like that. So they took me to this cafe and we talk and we drink and they, 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 the guy, they talk in Chinese and the guy goes inside, he comes back and he has like gifts. And she's like, oh, this is for you. Just like, so you can bring them back to oh. Quebec with you. Like, <laughs> I was, uh, it's not what you think. It's not what you oh, think. Oh, I like, okay, oh, okay. Uh, and I was like, wow, <laughs> thank you so much. And she was like, where do you, where do you, uh, do you? Uh, the, are you are you are you like sleeping in this town? I was like, no, I'm in the other city because it's too expensive here because it's like too touristic, whatever. I was like, do you guys are here? And she was like, yeah, we're 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 up there. And there was one skyscraper, and she was pointing me to this place. And I was like, skyscraper, I don't know, like tenth floor. It's like it was, a, it was a small town. I'm like, oh wow, so that's that's like, like a fancy hotel. She was like, oh yeah, we got the we got the presidential suit. I was like, wow, wow, okay. Like, can I ask you guys what like, what you guys are doing? And she was like, oh, obviously, like I, I uh, she was like, oh, I'm, I'm a factory owner in, in mainland, mainland China. Like I own a couple of clothing factories. Um, and uh, yeah, just I, I, I inherit my father and I'm working really hard on this. And like I expand the business and it's, it's fun to just take some time off here. And I was like, oh, and what are you doing? I asked the guy. The guy really didn't really speak English much. And she was like, oh, him. Oh, sometimes he come to the office to give me a kiss. <laughs> wow <laughs> so she was he was her, her uh wow her toy boy yeah her treasure treasure boyfriend kind of thing wow. yeah. and she was super open she was super open about it and i was like who am i to judge these like anyone no, you know it's yeah. like good for good if they're happy good for them you know if, if if both are happy like whatever um so that yeah that's so i think it's more common than we, we that, that's my that was all <laughs> this is all my story but like i think it's more common than we think is just it's just not as as open and because, he, you know because of the stigma. Um, I I don't know if it's only for me, but if I imagined it being the other way around, like you meet like an old ugly guy and a beautiful yeah. young woman, and yeah. and you ask those guys the same question, you would receive this exact same answer. I feel like like meaning that the old guy is making the money while she is just there to give him a kiss. I don't think I would. It, it, It wouldn't feel as um, as light and as uh, you know um, likable as this does. Like him doing yeah. that and her being being like that open about it is like, oh, that's sweet. Like you know, she wants to bang a hot guy. Who wouldn't in her case? And and he wants to make some money. Like I can I can blame him if it's fine for him, whatever. But if yeah. it were like a young, be- a beautiful woman, I, I, I would think like, well, why, why don't you give her education and uh, make her be, a- make her able <laughs> yeah. to be her own boss and stuff like that? And yeah, how, di- how disgusting <laughs> she has to to whack that guy off and all that type of type of shit. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think, I think the stig- I think the stigma moved. But I mean, I remember when I was in Morocco, it was re- very frequent to see uh, um, younger women with older men. Um, But I, I think I think it, it it's changing. But I'm sure if you would have talked this topic, talk about this topic 20, 25 years ago, uh, you would not have said that. Mm. And I think now it is because it's there's a stigma associated with this kind of relationship. Um, but you say this, but at the same time, the the concept of you know sugar 
sugar baby and sugar daddy and stuff is is very widespread. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my girlfriend to- told me she knows people that knows people that did it, whatever. It's 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 surprising. It, apparently, it's more frequent than we think. So again, I think this whole thing is kind of a underground taboo kind of thing because nobody's proud of doing it either. The but again, this the older men can show it to these to his older friends who are also doing this. So I think it's kind of an underworld thing. It's kind of, it's kind of their own circle um, because I know me walking in the street is not as socially acceptable as it was once was potentially. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, uh, bless you. <laughs> I don't know if you could, you guys could hear me sneeze. I, I tried to get I, I could, away. I could hear you. you have. Oh, I, sorry. And, I, and it reminded me of your sneeze. You have, like, I, I, I very much believe that every human being has their own sneeze. It's like their right. fingerprint. And yours is like, Vrr! you make like, you so, know. Yeah, there's like, a reason for it. Maybe I, maybe I should tell the listeners. Yeah, but t- tell them. <laughs> it's very dumb. Uh, when I was in, I think it was in high school. <laughs> I, I I tried I tried to do a, um, an experience on myself like a scientific experience. It's one of the weirdest thing I've ever done. I tried to I think the word is condition. I tried I tried to condition myself. Yeah. I, I heard that like if you repeat something, uh, I think in one of my classes I don't know. You said if you repeat something nonstop and you associate it with an event, you get it's going to become a reflex and you won't be able to stop it. So it's like, what if every time I'm about to sneeze, I, I put my tongue at the end of my mouth or something? It's not how to explain, but like it, it rolls, makes like a rolling sound. I'm going to do it until it beca- I need to think to not do it, to not do it, instead of thinking about yeah. doing it to do it. I don't know how long it took, but now it's it, it worked. And now it's unconditioned to do this. That's so dumb. Yeah, it's really weird. I don't know why I did this, but I did it. So whatever. Science first, you know? Yeah. yeah. I should write a paper on this. You you should. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm very proud. I'm 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 pretty much able to to copy every sneeze in my family. Like I'm I'm very good at that. So that reminded me. But yours is very tough. It's really tough because <laughs> I can't. I'm not really good with the tongue rolling thing. Mm. So it's hard to mimic. I don't know if that's ever gonna be useful for me or for you. But I, um, okay. I, I will have I to. Mean, it's, more it, it often makes people talk, so I guess it's like it's like a yeah. like wow, you you sneeze in a very strange way. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like yeah, I have this weird condition. <laughs> I conditioned myself when I was 15, so you know, don't ask too much questions. <laughs> it's like a yeah, this is like so weird. If you had this in a in a like I don't know, like a first conversation was like in like a business context. I'd be like, wow, your sneeze is so peculiar. And you'd be like, yeah, I did that myself just for fun. <laughs> I, I, I fucked with my brain for the lols. Yeah. Some, some, um, some people, you know, some people learn an instrument, others, others learn the language, but I did this to myself. <laughs> I'm, a very, I'm a very unique kid. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks I for recognizing my uniqueness. My parents were were always complaining about me having bad grades, but look where I'm at now. We're talking about this. We don't talk about my math grades. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, um, we're we're moving away. You had some other topics you wanted to discuss. Oh before, yeah, I right? wanted to ask. Uh, th- yeah, there's a couple of things I want to talk to you about. One of these is uh, over the last uh, two weeks, I finished a book, mm-hmm. and um, I wanted to know if you read it, and I, I and um. I decided to read this book because there's a movie coming out about it. Um, was supposed to come out actually these days, but it's been postponed to next year mm-hmm. because of coronavirus, of course. Uh, it's Dune. Have you read or heard about Dune? Uh, isn't it also a... no? Dune is a video game, right? But Dune, I don't yeah, know. Dune like a, like a sand dune, you know, not yeah. Doom. Dune. I, I, I don't. I don't think I have read it. Oh. or I even have I heard of it? I don't know. Tell me about it. It's one of the bestseller of science fiction. Uh, I'm not a bit a big sci-fi reader. I, maybe it's one of. Is it, my, isn't maybe it an older book as well? Oh yeah, it's from the 60s. Oh yeah, yeah. Then I think I know what you're talking about, but I have never yeah. read it. Yeah, so I'm not a big sci-fi reader. Actually, I think it's one of my favorite uh, first. I mean, uh, sci-fi book I've ever read. Um, and uh, it was my, my 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 older brother is a big fan of. It's his favorite book of all time. He's told me often about it. I've always been curious about it, and. They're making a movie adaptation, and the director of movies is called Denis Villeneuve. So he's a guy from Quebec, right? And he directed. He's a Hollywood uh, movie maker now. 
um, made some big movies that were really well received. Um, and I, I, I saw the trailer for the the movie, and it looks so amazing. Wow! It looks so cool. <clears throat> and I was like, I need to read this. And I think I read the whole thing in a month. And my version is eight hundred something pages. <clears throat> I was reading every day before bed. <clears throat> honestly, it's great. <laughs> it's a wow. great book. I I get the hype. Honestly, it's very very well crafted. And uh, if you want, just get away. It's very well constructed and strange world mm-hmm. um and it's a very interesting sci-fi because it's not a world where technology took over you know that's yeah. always sci-fi is always yeah, about technology yeah. taking over but not in that world it's a world where people where um feudalism came back um in the future where dukes and counts own planets mm-hmm. and they war each other in some secret in like backdoor shady deals kind of stuff and it's really interesting um so I cannot wait to watch the movie now. <laughs> Honestly, cool. it's really good. I, I I highly recommend it if you if you want to read some sci-fi. Maybe it sounds like a good read for the Christmas holidays. I guess, yeah. Uh, it's really a good way to take your mind away from things. Um, yeah, just I just rec- I I just was curious if you heard about it, but no, uh, I I think I I have seen the book in like bookstores or something because it does right. ring a bell. But yeah. that's pretty much it. I, I'm not really a sci-fi reader, even though I love uh, good sci-fi movies. Yeah. Um. But again, maybe I'm, not maybe I'm gonna, gonna give it a try. If if you I mean, recommend I, it, I bought my copy on Amazon for like twelve dollars. I think it's, yeah, it's super yeah. cheap. It's it's a super like widespread book, right? It's one of the top top selling book of all time. So it's like. It's super easy to get and it's super affordable. Um, if you do get into it, um, just an, just an advice for you or the listeners. Uh, there's a lot of vocabulary that is created for this world. Mm-hmm. And when I started, they really throw you into the action. You know how in a lot of sci-fi books and fantasy books, I don't know about sci-fi, but fantasy books or fantasy movies, usually you are traveling with a main character who is yeah. not aware of the world often. Like yeah. Lord of the Ring. You know, the hobbits never left the Shire. So they discover things and you do too, right? Mm. But in this, everybody knows what's going on, but you. Mm. So the first the first chapters are very confusing because you're like thrown into this crazy world and they don't explain much. But if you do read it, I'm telling you, first try to get um, a version that has a glossary at the end, like I okay. did. Yeah. And, 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 and two, um, don't give up. Because it gets it, it a lot of time these words don't mean as much as you think. It, it's confusing at first, but you realize later on that it's like it's fine if I don't understand this world, like inspired by Arabic or inspired by I don't know what language. Um, so yeah, just don't give up. So that's my All advice right. for you and the, the cool. listeners. <laughs> yeah, I um I also have uh, one one last thing for this take that I, I would like to talk uh, to you about. Mm. Um, I've read something in the Korea Herald. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. I follow them on Twitter. So you know, you probably know what I'm talking about. Um, there is a no way. Uh, there, there is a new way to flee North Korea. Have you heard about that? No, I haven't. I don't. So what happened is, you know, normally if you want to escape North Korea because I don't know, maybe the great leader is too awesome for you or something like yeah. that, you. What you do is you wait for the lake uh, or the yeah or the river in, in the north part northern part of North Korea where where it, uh, uh, where it is next to China. You cross that river when it's frozen, or you swim through it, whatever, and you go through the desert and all that shit. And from China, you travel and you hope not to be a sex slave or anything during that time, or be you know sold it to any other part or being brought back to North Korea until you eventually reach South Korea, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a new way. A North Korean gymnast jumped over a three-meter-high fence straight from North Korea down to South Korea. Wow. Where he, you know, he got caught and people didn't really believe him how that was even possible to do. But um, so he had to jump it in front of like South Korean uh, army a few times more, like jumped over three meters high and he was able to do it. So he just jumped over there. Wow. So I he mean, thought it was a spy or something, but actually he really just jumped yeah. over. So he, he, so just, he trained he, his whole life. For he this. trained. Yeah. I, I think he was a professional gymnast, but you know, think of that. Um, the, the 
the struggle North Koreans have if they want to go out, uh, if they want to get away from North Korea, like that's real struggle. And all, there are so many threats on the way to yeah. to safety. Like uh, I, I, we can't even imagine. Luckily, but just imagine <clears throat> if you're able-bodied and you're healthy, just working out, like working out like crazy to be able to jump three meters high. Then all you need to do is like hide and run fast and able, you know, don't step on a landmine, don't get shot. I mean, obviously that's dangerous as well, but you know, there's risks on both sides. And just then just jump the fence mm-hmm. and you're free. Yeah. You know, it's way quicker. You know, I, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I just, I just want to share that with you because I think. It shows you the power of will. If I was Nike, I would totally sponsor that guy. <laughs> maybe they sell Nike stuff to the great leader. Careful. Uh, yeah, maybe they do. That's true. Maybe he has the fancy shoes. It, it, he probably does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> All right. Basketball. Um, do you um, have a song for the um, first take? Uh, yep. Let me open this here. Oh, crap. I, um, well... You know what? I'll, I'll I'll put something else. Uh, so there's a new album from a prog band called The Flower Kings that came out. It's a band mm-hmm. from Sweden, and uh, I wanted to share the song. Um, All I need is love. All right, I'm gonna put a a classic rock German rock song from a band called Beatsticks, and um, the song is uh, is very popular. It's called it's it fits to my Korea story. It's called Let Me In. Hear you guys in a moment. Esteemed guests, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for inviting me to Berlin at the seventh annual conference on the renowned Columbia University. We have a saying in Germany, 50% of business is psychology. On the one hand, the crisis revealed that there is a need for more governmental regulation. On the other hand, we have to find a way of drastically limiting the governmental interference into economic activities since the world since it would otherwise cause a permanent impairment of the growth drivers of free market economy. In Germany we try a fund solution on the initiative of the Deutsche Bank in cooperation with other banking groups brand the risk of credit crunch. In Germany the test We have to pass is still in the future. Every Germany. single member state has created unique Germany its own interest. Germany, the passion Germany has survived. Germany, which is the most important Germany. in my mind, globalization Germany. and market economy are invisible. I consider this to Germany. be justifiable. That Germany. way we are accepted Germany. and appreciated. Germany the Desirous and well coordinated actions. Germany, political crisis management Germany. has worked better. Germany, for this stabilization. Germany, for the United States of Germany. Hello and welcome to Putin Bradwurst, uh, the second take from your today's long distance podcast. Um, Simon's still there, yeah? Yep, I'm here. Awesome, awesome. So today I want to make a confession. And okay. I want to know what you think of it, okay? All right. I don't watch much TV, as I always say, right? Yeah. And You're I, one of those guys. <laughs> I'm one of those guys. And, and I, I like to think that I do things that are, you know, stimulating, that are fun, that are at least decently, like, mentally okay, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I have one guilty pleasure, like, oh. a really, really guilty pleasure. And I'm like... I've been obsessed with it for a while and it's a show actually. It's a, it's a TV show that is not running anymore, but it's running rampant on YouTube and it's Gordon Ramsay's kitchen nightmare. <laughs> do you know this show? I obviously know the show. Yes, for <laughs> sure. I do. And I, I love it. I love it. It's awesome. It's, it's there's, it's 
so dumb when you think about it, right? It's really dumb, but the, it's so satisfying to watch this. And I, 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 yeah. I, I think at this point, I know everything there is. Like <laughs> when, when, when I'm cooking or when I'm like, I'm doing something and I just want some dumb stuff on the background. Yeah. <laughs> that's like my go-to, you know? And, and I, I love the British. I love the, the, the American. I like both styles. They're very different, as you probably know. Yeah. Uh, the British one is so much more cozy, you know. It's more like heart. It's a more heartfelt thing. Clearly, he cares more. I, There's no dramatic music and like weird sound <laughs> effects, which I hate. And an American one is just, it's just, it's pure like, it's show off, you know. It's just show. Is the show is really intense. And there's so much classic lines and so much classic moments. And I'm, I'm really happy to know that you know the show too. So I, I want to ask you. Like, yeah. Do you have do you have favorite moments or something? Um, I I I it have, it is a while a while ago. I I was in a you know in in one of these uh, these YouTube bubbles where where yeah. all of a sudden all you have is like kitchen yeah. nightmare videos yeah, yeah. On, on your oh, front yeah. screen. So I did have that for I don't know how how many years ago, but I did have that, and I think at that time I pretty much watched everything there was up to that point. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, I think the show was canceled in like 2000, early 2000, yeah. uh, late 2000s or early 2010s. Yeah, it's I think, been a while. I think what I so obviously most people watch it to to hear the guy freak out, to hear Gordon Ramsay insult yeah. these people and yell at them. Yeah, um, my favorite part thing, is when they try the food. <clears throat> yes, yes, yes. That's the best part. One, one thing I I that that is a little bit annoying to me is it it is many times it's very similar. So. There's the chef, uh, and he goes like, "Yeah, my cookie's the best food. I don't know why customer don't like my food. It's yeah. great. Back in Russia, everybody like my food. Everyone yeah. loves." And you know, and and there's like his wife, and she she you know she she's so she's crying all the time because he's so stubborn. She's like, "Well, we used to have a lot of guests, but now he just scrapes the food off the floor, and she thinks it's the good, the best way to do it." You know, and then comes yeah. Gordon Ramsay, and he goes in there, and he's like, "Oh, oh, it looks like a nice place." And then he sits down, and and he gets like something that looks like vomit or like a you know yeah. some you know some alien goo whatever, and he eats it, and it's like. That's disgusting. How can you serve that to people? And mm -hmm. and then there and you know and then there's like the waitress and she's she's like yeah I'm sorry yeah I know it's gross yeah right and he's like he's like it says there's fish it's rotten fish how you can you serve rotten yeah. fish and and you know and then and then fresh. there's like is it fresh yeah it actually it's frozen fresh. that's never classic. fresh that's it's always classic. frozen <laughs> and then there and then the chef like the owner of the restaurant who called Gordon Ramsay or his wife called it because no one wants to eat there. And yeah. he's standing there with like his his shoulder being shrugged. And he's like, he's like, he's an idiot. He's an idiot. Everyone like my food. It's the best food you can get. It's the it's the greatest. Yeah. It's like then, never nobody complains. No, but, Ramsay's yeah, yeah. like, like, well, nobody's here. <laughs> why, why the fuck do you call Gordon Ramsay then? And um, yeah, and then it's like Gordon Ramsay goes to him and he he says, uh, um, he says, it's disgusting. How can you serve that to people? You don't um, care anymore, do you? You don't care anymore, do you? <laughs> and the guy, and they sort of yelling at each other and Gordon Ramsay's about to leave and then he returns and and then all of a sudden he has uh, there the, the the stubborn chef at some point has like a change of heart. Yeah. You know, and then he's like, oh, Chef Ramsay taught me it's better like this and blah, blah, blah. So I, I find that a little bit too um, convenient you oh, know, yeah. to, be, to always be like that. So that bugs me, but it doesn't take away the entertainment factor of Gordon Ramsay yelling and being surprised about um, really disgusting food. Yeah, with the fridges, like when he visits uh, the fridges. Yeah. It's very Remember mild. there was like one episode when they had like a live pigeon in yeah. the in the, in the kitchen yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 that's uh, that's crazy yeah i i it's just I, it, obviously like it's cheap tv right it's the cheapest yeah. tv you can get it's it's cheap entertainment it's i think like it's it's in the same way that and that um to catch a predator is yeah 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 it's, i mean it's, it's a bit less offensive but yeah yeah but, <laughs> but it's uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's the same kind of idea like reality tv and i really wonder like sometimes i google the restaurants to see mm -hmm. if they really have changed and many times they, they don't exist anymore yeah obviously. i wish they followed up on that on that a little more because every yeah. time he leaves it's like wow this is not the best place in the city to eat um, yeah sometimes it works out and many times it doesn't yeah but like the thing is these owner maybe they're like 
yeah yeah oh yeah we're gonna follow this so cool and they're like yeah, yeah screw this yeah. and they go back to their because i know the truth all i needed was him to come over for the free publicity <laughs> and then <they> just <laughs> But I mean, yeah. there's a cool video on YouTube of a guy who like analysis, uh, do analysis of the show. And I'm not saying the video was perfect or anything, but one thing I thought was interesting was to like to watch a show, you have to like accept the fact that you have to start by saying like, okay, Gordon Ramsay knows the truth. Like it's like he knows what's good and what's right, right? Yeah. So when you think about it, it's kind of a wrong thing to think of. Like, of course, this guy has like a Michelin star or whatever. For what it's worth, uh, this whole... This, uh, food guide is has a lot of critics um in any case uh it's like when you think about it it's just another chef right maybe maybe what they serve is actually decent or it's just making this for the show but you you, you don't you, you never think about these things <laughs> when you watch the show you just have to enjoy a chef eating crap and saying it's dry it's it's a uh, how does it, there's so many so many cool ways to say it that yeah. it's, it's dreadful it's dreadful yeah, it's dreadful it's dreadful <laughs> <laughs> What a shame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, do, you have, do you have any guilty pleasures like this? Uh, yes, I have one. I actually, I also want to talk about something different, but I, you know, I, I need to go down that road now before. There's one thing I, 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 I almost, almost don't dare to say it, and I really don't know why I like it. So I, I have really, I, I, I'm not a fan of animal cruelty or anything like that, right? I mm. hate that. So I don't watch it to see animals suffer or anything like that. But there's one thing that I don't really watch it anymore, but it was for some weird time of my life, I watched it. It was called, I think it's on YouTube. It's called Pest Control. Okay. And it's like these Americans that um, that have like a barn and they have a lot of problem with rats coming in there and eating all the food and stuff like that and mm. causing a lot of damage. So what they started doing is in the night when they they shot the rats with like a night vision camera on their on their guns like and they have like like you know like these air guns and stuff and and they um so they video camera that and I, for some reason I don't know why but for some reason I for some time in my life I found it um I found it relaxing to watch them doing that do that because it's really really quiet you see that it's like night vision, obviously. And then all of a sudden you see like two eyes popping out in the dark from rats. And then you hear like, Foom. and then that's it. And the eyes are gone. And it goes like that. There's like hours and hours of that footage on YouTube. Wow. And the thing really is, if you're in the loop of that, you get like more harder videos where they shoot like raccoons and stuff, which I can't watch. So it's really, it is, it is nothing about uh, hurting animals. It's really just the thing that someone shooting at a, at a target that for some reason, and, and then the light goes out. I'm not talking about the light of life, but like, you Damn. know, I, I don't know why. Are, rats are it, pests. It's not like, whatever, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but still, I, 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 th I think they're cute when I see them or anything, but yeah, I, I, I watched those videos for quite a, a long time and wow. I enjoyed those. I, I don't know why. Maybe I'm, I'm, I have a disease. Maybe I'm sick. But then again, for my, my mom always watched, uh, like played this, these games where I don't know what it's called in English. It's like these, these chickens that fly across your, um, your screen. It was like a very popular game in the early 2000s. It's like chicken that fly over your screen and you, mm. you are you're like a hunter and you have to shoot them. It's like cartoon chicken and stuff like okay. that. Okay. Anyways, she she used to play those, so maybe I I have that from her, just being a little more brutal than she was because there was no blood and anything in those videos. Anyways, uh, this is really this is like the worst cut, but uh, I really have to talk about this. I need okay. to talk about this. All right, I I'm really sorry for the cut. This is very, very what I'm about to tell you guys and uh, what I'm about to talk with you about is very depressing. But okay. it has been on my mind uh, um, for some time now, and I, I need I need to I don't know I need to share it. So if this is depressing, listeners, go listen to Kitchen Nightmare or Pest Control after it, and you'll feel yeah. better. That's basically what we're saying. No, not Pest Control. Please, not Pest Control. Watch, <laughs> watch Kitchen Nightmares all day long. Um, all right. So there's a guy. He's my age, and mm -hmm. he's from the same town that I came from. He was in kindergarten and elementary school. He wasn't with me, and I remember him from those days. He was like a um, a little bit chubby, 
Um, okay. But he was one of these super nice kids that, mm-hmm. um, despite other kids, sometimes bullied him or picked on him. Always nice. Never would n- wouldn't dare to punch you, even though he was stronger than than other kids. Mm-hmm. That's what I remember from that kid. That's basically yeah. it. And um, in in early 2019, he was you know he he did he worked and he had a girlfriend and he wanted to move in with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and he so he he drove to to the dumping place to dump some like old furniture or something like that, and there he I, I think he got like a cut or something like that. Uh, okay. And he had a wound with an infection that uh, increased dramatically fast. So he had like pain in his his stomach. He had fever and all that kind of stuff. And so his family thought like. Uh, there was like a little some problem with his intestine or anything. So on on Sunday after that, he he went to the hospital because he felt really really sick. And soon after that, they put him in ICU, uh-huh. and they said, okay, something is really really wrong. Uh, we cannot keep this guy alive. He, we we don't know what it, what's happening, and it increased. Uh, it got worse and worse, and uh, and they have had to move him to another another hospital. And really, after within a few days, they told the family, "We think he's gonna die. We don't know what's wrong. We think he's wow. gonna die." Uh, turns out, one one other doctor at a different hospital had an idea, and he said uh, he would have a gas gangrene, which is a highly toxic infection that you have in a wound. It's super um, dangerous if you have that, and mm-hmm. it's always deadly if you have it in your um in your um organs and they did some tests and unfortunately he was right he did have it and he had it in his inner organs so they put him in uh, in icu they he wasn't in a coma for a long time and he had to do multiple emergency operations and they told his family he will not survive he will die this guy was totally healthy up to that point mm-hmm. 24 years old nothing um so uh they took out parts of his large intestine they um put him on ventilators they put him on dialysis they he was in a coma coma um because because of the ventilation he wasn't able to speak anymore because they had to cut his throat um he um they had to uh to remove one of his legs they um one of his legs one of his legs yes they had to remove wow. And after a month or so, he woke up again and he had like panic attacks, hallucinations. And uh, from all that stuff, he got like brain damage, um, meaning that he had difficulty communicating, uh, speaking. Um, they took uh, they took his toes and uh, after month, months of that and it, his family awaiting him to die every fucking day, he... Um, he he had some moments of relief where he was able to, uh, where they were able to move him with the bed outside of the hospital, just in front, so he could you know see the sky again and breathe fresh air. Holy shit! Um, he, now he is. Uh, it's they call it a. They wrote about it in the newspaper. They say it's like a miracle, a medicinal miracle that he is able now with a with the use of a wheelchair. Um, to be able that he's still alive and that he's able to you know be outside the hospital but he constantly has to return to mm-hmm. for future operations which are more and more difficult to, now because he's his whole body is scarred from it yeah. and um the guy is my age mm-hmm. and when i heard of that i i was so um i was crushed by how cruel life is to this to this this person that I remember a very, very sweet man, mm. young man and, and kid. And uh, his family, obviously now they have like uh, trouble with, you know, paying the bills and stuff. And uh, obviously he, yeah. his girlfriend is still with him after all wow. this time. She still is with him. She takes care of him. Um, wow. They, they want to get married. <clears throat> and um, so I know this is like this is like really really horrible, and if you imagine that, it's like the worst thing. You don't wish it on anybody, and I just feel like I I find it so difficult to to accept that I'm this fine, being the same age, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, and 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 someone like someone someone else in my age. I mean, obviously he's not the only one in the world, but you know, since I know the guy, it makes it more real to me. Um, mm-hmm. 
I, I don't know what to, to think. I'm not a spiritual man. I don't believe there is a God. Um, and I don't know if it's easier if you believe in a God. I, I, I can, can argue why I can argue why it, why it isn't, but I just wanted to share it and wanted to, to hear your take on it because it's just so it's crushing to, you know, to, to hear that. I don't know what to add, honestly. It's a, it's a very sad story. I wish obviously the best for, for him yeah, and yeah. His, his whole family. Uh, that's for sure what I want to say for what it's worth, obviously. Um, listen, we're lucky. And it's something that I, I, I tried to remember. Just, you know, when, when Corona Chan hit the world and I was still working, I was like, well, I'm lucky for that. So it, it's it's important, I think, to, to sometimes remember that we're lucky and just be thankful. It's not yeah. about being re religious or anything. It's just not about thinking the sky or anything. It's just... It's like listen, we're 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 lucky. I feel like there's no there's no other way to put it. But you you know you know there's no way, there's no reason to feel guilty about it. But there's yeah. I think it's important to feel humble and thankful for it. And for sure, your story is just another one that adds to the pile of. I'm not saying it's whatever story. I'm just it's another good reason to be thankful and humble. Yeah. And um, it's like sometimes I feel like oh you know uh. I, I, I haven't published a book yet. I haven't released an album yet. I haven't done this. I haven't done that. But some people cannot do anything. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Maybe yeah. maybe I should just, you know, I, like, I, don't like, I don't like my work too much. But man, I have a nice place. Um, I have a great girlfriend. I have some great friends, which what I'm talking to right now. I'm healthy. My parents love me, you know. That's, it's, it's just, yeah, it, it's important to remind yourself that, uh, We are lucky, and uh, yeah, doesn't mean to deprive yourself of everything, but it still means to be humble and thankful for what you have. I really yeah. wonder what is, what um, I, I I ask myself what to learn from from this person. Like, um, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't, I'm not in contact with him or anything, and I'm not gonna bother him with anything. But um, I would I would like to to learn from 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 his experience and. You know, because I think there's a lot of um, wisdom that comes from being in a situation like that and not giving up, which is the thing. If if I think about it, it's like, well, I I I'm, I would not be as strong enough to be able to to take that to take that heavy beating by well by life, right? I I don't know if I if I if I'd be able to do that. And I I would love to learn from someone with that strength. I think it's so admirable to you know yeah he's a survivor it. for sure uh he's yeah. the definition of it um yeah i like what 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 can we do about it it's like just <laughs> i don't know i don't know what to tell honestly i don't know what to say <laughs> yeah it's i just wanted to share that i you know it's you know uh, it's a bittersweet story there's like a bit of sweetness to yeah. it kind of like you know this girlfriend not leaving him and him yeah. surviving and them getting potentially married you know it's like maybe hopefully it'll be okay yeah I, ho i hope so i really really hope so i hope so mm -hmm. um yeah i i i wanted to share share that and uh first of all because it touches me and because i think it's especially nowadays um where we're all you know everybody is suffering under the whole corona situation but i think it's important to to um to to put it into context and feel like okay well this sucks but there's still a lot to appreciate in life mm -hmm. and that's important and yeah just wanted to say that all right um Absolutely. do you, you have a song for this take yeah well i had a different song in mind but now i'm gonna i'm gonna share a song that is uh i'm gonna i guess i'm gonna dedicate it to the the, the partner of this guy and it's the song, a song is called the woman that loves you all right i'm gonna Uh, put my momentarily favorite song. Um, it's by my favorite Japanese group, which is called Indigo La End. And the song is called uh, Fura de Te Mitandayo, which I think means I cannot flatten the curve. And mm -hmm. the way I, I'm not, my Japanese isn't good enough to translate the whole thing, but I understand it in a way where that he is singing about this girl he, he just can't get away from uh, or stay away from. And so he can't flatten, help flatten the curve because he always has to see it. And I, I think it's a mm. sweet idea for a lost song. 
if sure. that is the case, if if we have anyone who speaks better Japanese than I do, which isn't that uh, difficult, then please hit us up and contact us. All right, um, here you guys on the next take. Global spread of autocracy. Try nine. Daily shit storms on Twitter. Try nine. The latest gadgets and trends. Try nine. Everyday routine in the eye of inevitable death. Try nine. Try nine. Your source of freedom. Try nine. Nine is free to use, universally applicable, and comes with a sense of sophistication. Try nine. Nine your friends. Nine your parents. Nine your partner. Nine your boss. Give no fucks. Give a nine. Hi, hello, and welcome back to uh, Putin Bratwurst. This is the last take of today's episode. Today is the 29th of November. Philip, are you there? Yeah, and I just thought about something. I have an update for you. All right. From our listeners. I don't know if you remember when we talked about hunting. I mm. said one of our listeners was, I thought, into it. Oh, yeah. And I asked him on the live, and he, he replied to me. Oh, So nice. I want to read the response to you. Please okay? do. So um, just to give it, uh, give the context, uh, yeah. we were speaking, I think it was last week or so. I think it's the last episode, yeah. Yeah, we spoke about the regulations in Canada and in Germany. You know, how easy is it to be a hunter? Are there special times? What are you allowed to hunt? And right. all that kind of stuff. And you asked a friend of yours. Yeah. Is a so, so he's from Ontario. So maybe things are different in Quebec. I'm not sure. So I hear how it goes. He says, so for hunting... There are specific seasons, and you have to buy tags for specific animals. At the start of tags? the season, what, what, what does he mean by that? Like, uh, I think it's like rights to kill certain animals. Ah, okay. At the start of the season, some are distributed by a lottery. Like, you can shoot a male moose at a certain time of year if you win the lottery and pay. So hunting is very niche. You need the license, the tags, vehicles to access the land, access to the land, and no where the land is and uh, how to get in and uh, where the animals are. Wow. Um, plus, you need to know how to hunt these animals and uh, there's specific technique for each. Um, and the, the difference is said between Quebec and the rest is that Quebec is the only place where you have to register any weapon. Um, so in the rest of Canada, long like hunting rifles do not require re to be re registered with the wow. state. Okay. Yeah, so you reminded me of something that happened a while ago. So that we had a conservative government in the federal level, mm -hmm. and they wanted to get rid of the gun registry for hunting rifles, right? And Quebec made like a court injunction, whatever, so that they could keep the registry for them and transfer it to the provincial police, and they did. So um, yeah, so we're the only spot that just still has it, as far as I know. Um, Yeah, that's it. <laughs> wow. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks to your friend for the update. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. It, from what it sounds, it's uh, it's not that it's not uh, so similar to our regulations. But again, I'm not a hunter, so. But that's cool. All right. It's really heavily registered. Um, I think that's regulated. Good. I think it yeah. should be. It should. Be. Obviously, yeah, I think so too. But I don't know. If it was that bad? But uh, makes sense for fishing. It's really simple. But I guess for for hunting, it's 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 a bit mm -hmm. more. Uh, demanding yeah cool um all right uh so um we have the first of advent i think that's the right way to say it in english um um here uh, not only here everywhere which means in germany we have like um my girlfriend made like this little it's like a oh god i think there's a word for it which i don't know let me google the word so it's called adventskranz in german but i'm very sure Advent calendar Uh, no, that's we have that one too. Um, um, an advent wreath. Oh, I don't know what that is. Am I saying that correctly? Let's see. Advent wreath. Did you hear the that? Wreath. Yeah. yeah, advent wreath. What, so, what, what does that mean? It's like a um, it's like a little this little like donut shaped thing where which has like four candles on. You burn each one, uh, burn one at a time each week until up until Christmas when you have four okay. burning. Oh, and uh, yeah, that's like it's like a counting thing, another counting thing towards Christmas, and you know, mm -hmm. you make it like pretty. My girlfriend made it very pretty, and uh, yeah, 
So that's one thing. And um, so Christmas is is coming. We cannot yep. stop it now. Um, how is it over there? How did is uh, did you guys have any clarification? How are you gonna um, <sighs> celebrate Christmas this year? Did, it is a mess it is a mess it is a hot topic right now oh yeah uh it's like i think the rest of canada canceled christmas uh straight up what, uh, what does it but, mean a canceled christmas well like you you you're not allowed to see people outside your family bubble for christmas basically so but you are allowed to go and visit like family i think you you can but i cannot talk oh, for the rest of canada i'll right, tell you right. what i know for quebec okay yeah yeah so they started by saying that the, um, if you want to see people, you have to quarantine for 10 days before Christmas. Mm -hmm. Then from the 24th to the 27th, mm -hmm. it would allow us to have a maximum of four events where you could meet maximum 10 people, okay? Uh-huh. Each. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But then they realized, and then you had to quarantine for another 10 days after. Um, but then they realized that like it would be a disaster if people take it as you could do four parties. So they mm -hmm. switched it to two. Ah. only two nights for people that have basically two families right yeah so um what's going on right now is that all the specialists the doctors and, and, and like a virologist all these people they are saying that we should straight up cancel christmas like, yeah obviously the, yeah like don't like don't meet anybody outside your bubble not even your family just where you live and that's it so for for me to be me alone and for you to be you and your partner like something right. like this yeah <clears throat> so That's what they recommend. And it's a really hot topic right now. And um, and I have to say something that you might find interesting, and I would like your take on it. Minorities are calling it um, wrong because they say, for example, you didn't... Uh, You didn't offer us a day off mm -hmm. to see your family for Diwali, for the for the Indian people, yeah. and then for uh, I don't know how it's called uh, um, for the, the the Jewish people. Yeah, they have their thing close to Christmas. I forgot how it's called. I'm I'm mm -hmm. sorry for the listeners. Hanukkah, um, right? So all you know, all these events uh, is like oh we we had to stay home like but but you guys um you you, you yeah can I, still know, meet I up, know right yeah. uh, and uh, and they say especially that Quebec is trying to to. Uh, is passing laws to be a um a secular state like oh but you choose christmas which is a christmas holiday so so much for secularity right um so it's all over the place a hot topic uh, it's like for different reasons but mostly these two reasons uh, and people are on all up on social media saying like i don't give a fuck like uh, you can put all the regulations you want i will see my daughter i will see my brother i will see my grandmother like whatever i'll see people whatever you say and it's like i feel the government is like whatever we're gonna say people will kind of do what they want anyway mm -hmm. so i guess it's our french side i don't know <laughs> but it's like it's like i feel like people don't really care about it so it's 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 really hot right now it's a really hot topic that's why I, i wanted to know what's going on in germany uh well it is very similar we've been okay. waiting for a, a, a judgment call from our government as well and mm. obviously everyone in science says don't meet people just yeah. don't do it it doesn't make any sense because the virus doesn't celebrate christmas right it's not like yeah, the yeah. virus says okay well i'm gonna take a break for now no it doesn't yeah. so you uh you shouldn't do that and um our government said a very similar thing so you are allowed to go see family mm -hmm. um But it's also similar. I think it's like 10 people from two mm. parties or something like okay. that. Uh, they try and do it similar. Um, we even have some stupid politician here who said, oh, that's the, the harshest Christmas Germany has seen ever since the war, which I think, <laughs> well, wow. Um, all right. If you want to put it like that. And and I do totally I totally agree with the 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 claim that minority groups say that well why is Christmas so different why do you make that such a big deal I do agree with that as well I also agree and this is like I think the crucial point I think most people don't care unless you really have like um, uh, someone in your family who are is in a in a serious threat of being catching the virus by you visiting them i think unless you have that you are likely to say i don't care i i need a break and i have to say 
I'm a little bit in that group as well. So I was really, really worried not to be able to, to go home because I have like uh, six hours by train to go to see my family. And that means that um, if the government were to put like roadblocks in and say, well, you're not allowed to leave like your federal area, you're, um, you cannot go by train or something like that, then I wouldn't, wouldn't have been able to go. And in that case, obviously I wouldn't try, but I am allowed to, to go. And, and even though it's advised not to go, I, I will have to go. I'm like, I, I need the break. I, and I'm, I'm, I'm in home office all the time. I don't go out. The only thing I go out to is to take a walk or to go to the grocery where I'm always wearing a mask and I'm safe and stuff. Um, so I will, I, I, I'm going to take the risk and go home to my family. And another thing that I, I, I want to add here and, um, virologists are obviously seeing the whole thing, uh, the way it should be, but, yeah. um, I heard, um, our top tier vi virologist here in Germany, he, I, I heard a podcast with him and he talked about why it's so difficult in, in our nations Western nations and why it's so much easier in countries like China or Taiwan, where you're just way better at um, getting the virus in order. And he says, well, the thing really is, um, if you only talk about the um, virological, biological um, side of it, then obviously the best thing to prevent, to stop the virus from spreading would be a government that puts heavy penalties on people who go out yeah, that we'll forces you, you to your stay place, inside. Yeah. yeah. That really, really so, uh, have heavy surveillance on you. So we can track everything and you stay inside and you are obedient to what's happening. He says, yeah. well, obviously that is not our culture and that is no. not what, what we have and what we want for our government. Yeah. Uh, so we have to deal with with it a different way. Also, we have a lot of protests here in Germany as well from some idiots who run around without masks, claiming that this is this is all fake and stuff. As we talked about this before, yeah. But it is not in our political interest to stop them from being able to protest. They need to. We need to tolerate it and yeah. allow them to protest, even though it is risky and it slows um, the cure and everything that everyone else is giving up down. We need to have that here. And that's, it's a test right now. And it's the same as holds for Christmas. You, um, you can say some people might, uh, might really stay home and say, well, I'm not going to see my family, even though it breaks my heart. Yeah, other I, have people, a friend, I have a friend who decided to do that. It's like, I'm not going. Yeah. But, uh, other people, <laughs> other people refuse to, other people refuse to do that and go and like, like I am. And, uh, but try and take the highest precautionary measures they can and try and be very careful. And then again, there's people who say, I don't give a fuck at all. And they're going to visit all their family. And we will, I'm convinced we will see a rise in case numbers. Oh yeah. January Christmas. will be bad. <clears throat> January well, will be bad. Yeah, there's no way around that. Very bad. So there's no uh, way around that. Nope. Um, what, what about what New I, Year? Well, I think it's similar, similar regulations. Uh, okay. Unfortunately, I, they allowed fireworks to happen, which is very stupid because every year some people bomb off their fingers, and uh, <laughs> you know that means uh, much more work for the people's in in ICU and stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you know, they I think they should deserve get the relief, but obviously a lot of money <laughs> is behind selling people fireworks. Yeah, um, yeah. So here, New Year Eve party is canceled officially like you're not allowed to see people outside your bubble yeah, yeah of course yeah um it's i mean there's no like maybes or potential ease it's, it's straight up new year eve is dead uh That's so I, I guess it's just i'm not excited about um like spending my potentially my new year eve on my own <laughs> it's a possibility mm -hmm. so i'm not very excited about what that are, but what are your plans then for christmas and the holidays <clears throat> um you mean usually or, or this year this year so my parents are, they, they say they are comfortable hosting me. They feel comfortable about it. Mm -hmm. They would like me to at least see no one else than my girlfriend for a week, at yeah. least before yeah. going at their place, um, which is fair. Like, I don't really see people anyway. It's really rare. So, um, um, <clears throat> so it's okay, I guess. Um, 
again, I live like five hours from uh, my parents right now. Yeah. So I uh, I need to plan it a bit. Uh, probably my ideally I would take some time off mm-hmm. and um, spend a couple of days with them and potentially try to see my brother and that's to see my nieces that I haven't seen for months. Like, I mean, I haven't seen them since the summer at this point. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd like to see them because, you know, they're growing. <laughs> they're growing older. They're, they're, um, yeah, they're, they're getting close to their uh, three and uh, two years older, I think. So, you know, I want to see them grow. I want to be them with, I want to be there with them. They remember me now. So it's fun. They remember who I am. So I want them to, you know, to be around me. So I, I know I'm selfish maybe, but yeah, if I could see like um, my brothers and my parents, that's, that's enough, you know, uncles and cousins and whatever, honestly, whatever. If my whole close family is getting together or less than 10, so theoretically we're, we are legal. Um, but I, I'm, I'm the way, I, why I want to talk with you about this is I feel like <clears throat> I'm still concerned. They might literally tell us like, yeah, you cannot go. Mm-hmm. And you cannot leave your area or something. And that would honestly break my heart. Like I'm not, again, it's not about Jesus or anything. It's just that it's one of, I see my whole family like three times a yeah. year. So yeah. <laughs> it's like, and I, I obviously I love my parents. Obviously I love my brothers and, and their girlfriends and, and, and their daughters. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit concerned. I'm a, it's, it's honestly a source of anxiety for me. Cause I want to, I really want to see them. I really want to go there. I already know I want some of my friends and it sucks because like every year we have this big party where we go to my friend's parents cabin, which is like by a lake. And the guy and me, we cook the whole day Mm. and my friends arrive and we all like get drunk and play a drinking game and talk and dance and sing. And and for hours until like 5 a.m. We do it once a year and it's always a crazy cool party. It's almost as important, if not more important, than Christmas for me. Yeah. And this is hundred percent canceled, and honestly, breaks my heart. It's no good for me. Um, I really need this, and I won't get it. So I don't know. It's a bit. These t- it's, it's tough. It's tough. You know what? It's tough. But for that, for that last part, you will get it again. So yeah, obviously um, I will. And I uh, think and- I think when this is all over, and looking at uh, at the vaccine front. Uh, that might might be not that uh, might not take that long anymore. Then I think uh, we all deserve like a big party and a big, um, you know, get together and, and yeah. all that stuff. So maybe maybe yeah. you know, I didn't listen to myself from the previous take. I should be thankful for what I have, and I am. But it's just um, yeah, you know, you know how holidays are. But I still I'm I thankful. My whole family is healthy. Nobody got. I have only two friends that got coronavirus. Both are okay. And, and, you know, it's, uh, I, I'm still lucky. We're still lucky, but yeah. I want to tell you something and I want to invite you online. I think we should uh, have another uh, get together drinking session online for the holidays. What do you say? Absolutely. We should Absolutely. do that. Yeah. We should do that again. By the way, we're last... not going to record it. <laughs> <laughs> That's last, never last ever was... going to be tried again. Last time was legendary. And uh, I think we're due for a second take. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, I still remember that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we, we'll do that. I promise. Okay, okay, let's do that. All right. Um, do you have a song for the list? Yeah, it's 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 a song from a a, a punk band from Quebec City. They're I'm, I'm, very... I'm, I'm, I have one from a German punk band as well. So funny oh, coincidence. Uh, but go ahead, uh, go ahead. Awesome, awesome. Um, so it's it's really underground bands. It's really not not famous. They call Gerbia, which means mm-hmm. like kind of it's it's like a, a twist on the word to vomit. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the, the the name of the song is uh, Quit School. Nice. Yeah. It's it's it's. I saw them live. They're they're very. It's very. It's mean punk. It's 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 vile punk. I, I like it a lot. I I have a song from a German punk group. Um, uh, they're called Popst, uh, which means Pope in German. Like and, the beer Papst? Yeah, and that means Pope. Wow, um, okay. And their song is called Shake the Disease. And uh, okay. uh it's it's really funny and it's it's in English, so everybody can understand it. And I found I found the band because they have awesome t-shirts. They're like a very underground uh Berlin band. I show you the t-shirt that I have from them. Maybe in the mm. meantime, while uh, until I, I, I got the t-shirt, you can tell the audience how they can reach us. Uh, uh, absolutely. Um 
so there's two ways to reach us out uh, with the podcast. The first one and the easiest one is to send us an email. You can write to us at putsinbradverst at gmail.com. So that's literally the name of the podcast in one word, putsinbradverst at gmail.com. Second option is you can send us a voice message. And that can be a song. That can be uh, just you screaming. You can be you any anything, anything vocal. You can send it at anchor.fm slash putsinbradverst. That's the two ways to reach us. We would really like to get you guys to send us questions, commentaries, suggestions, anything. We're, we really want to interact with you guys better. And um, so, yeah, feel free to write to us. We would love it. And here's my the T-shirt I got from them. Do you see oh, it? Oh, wow. Okay. So, <laughs> Do can you, you tell the audience what you see? It's it's written in very, like, um, childish... Um, uh, how do you uh, a font and like a different cute colors like red pink and blue yeah. it's written punch and nazi <laughs> yeah but it's it written in a very cute way i love it i think so do, I, do you wear of, this yeah i will I, I i just bought it and i i couldn't wear it yet because it's too cold yeah but i really want to wear it i think i think it's it's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> all right um here you guys in two weeks you take care stay healthy yeah. stay good and um Let's all appreciate life because it can all end soon. Bye-bye. Wow. That's grim. <laughs>